Well, so today's daf is daf Lamed Tes in Meseches Yavamas, page 39 in Meseches Yavamas. And um, let us, uh, we're, we're going to back up a little bit. We did get onto daf Lamed Tes, but I want to back up to Abaye Amar, which is two lines from the bottom of Lamed Ches and the last two words on the line. And let's remind ourselves what's happening. So we learned in the Mishnah, on Lamed Chesamad Aleph, the Mishnah told us that if you have a Shomeris Yavam, a woman who's waiting for the brother to do Yibam on her, and then she inherits property from her father. So while she's waiting for her husband, she inherits money. Everybody was in agreement, Beishamai and Beisilo, who we're going to see soon argue if something else happens, but Beishamai and Beisilo agree that she has complete control over the inheritance, she's permitted to sell it, give it as a present, no problem whatsoever. But then the Mishra continued and said like this, what if as a Shomeris Yavam, she died? And instead of the question being, uh, somebody else died and she gained an inheritance, now she died and we want to know what to do with her property. So there's a machlokas about that. Beishamai says that the inheritors of the husband are going to split with her own personal family inheritors. Okay? That was Beishamai, that you split it. Beishilol says, no, whoever has it holds on to it. Now, the, the Gemara was bothered for um, most of Amad Beis. The conversation was, Vos Epis, what is the whole idea here with Beishamai changing course? In the beginning, Beishamai says, she has complete control over it. But then it says in the Seifa that Beishamai is going to hold that if she dies, um, they're going to split it. Is it her property or is it not her property? There seems to be a contradiction in the ratio in the Seifa. Yesterday we went through two possible explanations how to answer this contradiction in Beishamai's opinion. And now we're picking up with Abaye and Abaye is going to come up with another approach Another idea as to why, again, in the Reisha, Beishamai says that it's completely her property. But then, when it comes to who inherits her if she dies, all of a sudden, Beishamai says, Yachloku. Okay, that divided, like we're not so sure whose domain it is. Here we go. Abai Yomar. Abai says, Reisha, in the first case of the Mishnah, where she's inheriting from her father, what happened was it fell to her while she was waiting for Yibam to be done. And in that case, it is completely hers. Okay? Because what she inherits is certainly hers. I, she has a bond to the brother. All right, that's not strong enough to give him any control over, over something that's coming into her property. But Seifa, when she dies, I'm sorry, not where she's dying, where she, she's inheriting when she was married, the, the, I, I made a mistake. We're not talking about where she dies and other people are inheriting her. We're talking about the, the, safe, the real Seifa, which is where she was married to the first husband and then she inherits and then her husband dies. Okay? So, says Abayi, listen, in that case where she inherited it while she was fully married to the first husband, so, we're talking about where she was fully married to the husband. And over there, we're going to say, listen, the brother, now the Zika of the brother is strong enough to take that money and combine it to be 
related to his inheritors. And Abaye holds that the rights of her husband in the Nechzei Melug, in this case with Nechzei Melug, is the same as hers. Hence, if she were to now die, who's going to split it? The husband's inheritors and her inheritors. Rava says, no, Abaye is wrong. This can't be a possible answer to the contradiction. If she got the property when she was married to her husband, everybody's going to agree that he's stronger than her. There's no conversation over there. We're not going to say there's a machlekes. Ella, rather, the case is, the case must be where she inherits it when she is a shemeres yavam. The reish and the seifa are both dealing with the same case. Reisha, the layavar but the reisha, no maimer was done to her, and therefore it's hers. There's not a strong enough bond between her and the Yavam. She inherits it as a Yavam. There was no Mimer done. The Yavam gets garnished. Reisha, Kleavah by Mimer. So Mimer was not done. But Seifa, Mimer. The second part, Mimer was already done. So she is in, she's passing away and she already inherited. She has her own property, but there's a stronger bond between her and the Yavam. Like we said on yesterday's Dav, Rava holds that what does Mimer do? It makes it, it develops the status of Erizin and does not do, and uh, only makes her a possible a, a suffix for Nisuin. So in what way? So we're going to say like this. She's a Vadai Arusa Litchais Bitsara, where now her Tsara does not need any sort of Yibum, the suffix Nisua, Lachlik Benachasim, which is only a suffix Nisua, which means, listen, are you fully married in that in, in that the financial possessions between her and the Yavam are mamish like the same bank account? No. Mimer was done. You're not totally financially dependent on each other. He didn't start uh, supporting her and the, their finances didn't all come together. She's not living with him under the same the same roof. And therefore, you know what we're going to say if she dies? Who inherits it? Huh? Yachleku, split it. Suffolk, we don't know what to do. So her inheritors and his inheritors. Some people quoted Rav Lazar and was explaining Rav's opinion, and some say that Rav Yaisi Rav Hanina um, was um, was saying over the opinion of Abai. Says the Gemara. One second. Rav holds like Rav. Uh, Lazar holds like Rav. Is that really true? Okay. Now, who was Rava? Rava was the one who just argued on Abaye and says that, that the difference in the Rasha and the Seifa is whether Mimer was done. So here we go. It says the Gemara, Mi Amar Rava Lazar Achi, Ikir Rava Lazar Holek Rava, Vamar Rava Lazar, Rava Lazar himself holds, Mimer Le Beishami When you do Mimer according to Benin of Beishami, it does not give you a full-fledged acquisition. You know what it does? El Alit Chais Betzara, the Bilvad. All it does is that it pushes off her Sorry, but do anything else? No, it's not going to accomplish anything. So you see, Mimer does not even create a suffix, any sort of financial connection. So according to Rava's whole, ap- uh, whole approach, how to answer the contradiction, what's, what's happening here? Mimer. Mimer is the answer to everything, and therefore there's no contradiction. Says Gemara, one second, Rabbi Lazar doesn't hold Mimer is the answer to everything. Rabbi Lazar holds that even if you do Mimer, it doesn't c- create a financial relationship. All it does, it puts aside the, the tzara. Once Mimer is done, the tzara doesn't eat chalitz anymore. Says Gemara, Epoch. You're right, you got to switch around the opinions. Meaning Rabbi Lazar must not agree with Rava. Rather, he agrees with Abaye. 
And the base Rebbe Hanina agrees with Rava. Fine, Viba Yisema, or another approach you can give to answer this is La'ilam, La'iseipuch, maybe you could even say Rabbi Elazar agrees with the opinion of Rava. What about our question? I, Rabbi Reb, um, Elazar himself says, the only thing Maimer does is push aside the tzara. It doesn't create any financial um, dependence or independence. Amar Lach Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi going to say to you, Ki Amri Ana, You know when I say that it just pushes aside the tzara? What I mean by that is, is that if you do, if a man does Maimer to a woman, you need to do you, you got to do a get and chalitza. You can't do one or the other. You need both because my bird's like she's still a quasi yavam. She need a chalitza, but she's more married than a regular yavam. She can need to give a get. So that's what I mean. Says the Gemara. Um, that's what a belazer could mean when he says that um, you know that uh, if my was done, all it does is push side the yavam. Blach like menachasim like kani mi amri. But as far as as uh, dividing the nechasim. You know, if she dies, that I'm not, I'm not talking about. And therefore, don't push me aside. There is the possibility that I can still agree with Rava. Okay. Last piece of Gemara before we get to the two dots. Amar of Papa. Rav Papa says, You should know that the way the Mishnah is written seems to be medayik, seems to infer with Abaye's opinion. Okay. Seems to imply like Abai's opinion. Fine. How so? The Alpha Gabda Kasha And even though we're going to have the original question of Rava of what changed now that she died. And let's explain what this means. The Mishnah says, you know where we have a Machlaikas. The Machlaikas is by Nechse Malug. By the property that comes in and out of the marriage with her. What does that mean though? Doesn't it mean it goes that when she gets married, it enters the property of the husband, and when the marriage is over, it leaves the property of the husband and goes back into the property of her family? And even though you're going to ask about the question of Mesa, what about when she dies? Okay, it says, listen, you're right. What a Papa means to say is, you could argue just as much about what takes place with her property after she dies. And, um, and uh, you can ask, but if you're going to argue about what happened after she dies, why didn't we even have this conversation while she was alive? Whatever it was when you're alive is going to be after you pass away. So why did the conversation first start once you're dead? Why didn't you, why didn't you start this conversation a long time ago? For the fact that we didn't do that, midi, there's nothing more that we need to focus on. Meaning, if we're focusing on Mesa, if we're focusing on Mesa, says Rev Papa, it's got to be, it's got to be, that the Mishnah is following the opinion of Abai. Because according to Rava, it, w- it really wouldn't make enough Kamina. Fine. Period. Two dots. Brand new Gemara. Our Mishnah said, again, one daf ago, on daf, Lamirches when a Yavam marries a Yavamon. Is it a regular marriage? Regular marriage. Okay? It's a regular marriage. What do you mean it's a regular marriage? As far as which halachas are concerned. 
Says the Gemara, Amr Beis Rebchanino, Lai Mashem Agarsha Beget, Umachzira, you know what it means, it's a full-fledged wife? If you want to get rid of her now, does Chalitza work? No. Right? The only way to get rid of her is with a get. Okay. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Um, and, and you can take her back. Says the Gemara, Umagarsha Beget, Pshita. Yeah, of course it's Megar Shabbat. I don't understand. Shkayach Meisha Tovia. They're married. That's not a Chiddush the Mishnah needs to be telling me um, to say that they're the same in all matters. Let's talk about the Chamina. Rather, I would have thought to say, Hayalok Siv, Lekach Aleilisha Vyatma. Since says in the Torah, he takes her for a wife and does Yibum, Amar Achmano. That's what the Basak says. Vadaini Bumi Arisha Nalaha. You know what I would have said like this? Ruvain is married to Leah. He dies. Shimon marries Leah now. He does Yibum. Okay? The Pasuk says, isha. You take her as a full-fledged wife, and then there's a word, V'yavma. See the way the Pasuk's written? Why is the Torah still calling her a Yavama once you called her Isha? Once you called her a married woman? Why are you still placing the name Yibam on her? You know what I would have thought if I would have just looked at the Pasuk? That once a Yavama, always a Yavama. Okay, even if you do Yibam, I would say the way to get rid of her is with Chalitza. By Daini Vumirisha Allah, once Yibam, always Yibam. But Chalitza and Begalai. So maybe if a guy does Yibam on, his, on, on the widow, and then 10 years later they decide to get divorced, I would think you got to do Chalitza, because she still has the name Yibama. Komash Malan, different Mitchell lets us know that no, you need to get. Says the Gemara, Machzira, this that you could divorce her and take her back. Pshita, it's Pashit, says the Gemara, uh 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 uh, is that so Pashit? That if you marry your brother's wife as a Yavama, and then you divorce her, you can take her back? No. So, so I mean, I would have thought to say, Mitzvah Damirachman, Listen, originally when you did Yibum, you had a Mitzvah, that's why you could do it. But now, you married her, you divorced her. Do you have a Mitzvah to take her back as a Yavama? No. So I would say she's back to being the prohibition of being your brother's wife. You're not allowed to marry her. And the Mishnah says, no, that Mamish, no. L'chol davar, she's your wife. It's not considered your brother's wife anymore. She's your wife. And you're even allowed to remarry her. You understand the Kiddush here? Yeah? You understand the Kiddush? Listen, the Torah says you can't marry your brother's wife. There's a Kiddush. If he doesn't have kids, you have a mitzvah. So Shimon goes and does his mitzvah. He does even. Ten years later, they decide they don't like each other. Okay? They get divorced. Can Shimon now remarry her? I would say no. Because the only reason why before you were allowed to marry her because you had a mitzvah. You don't have a mitzvah now. So she's back to being your brother's wife. She has the initial courage. That's what I would have thought. Kamash Malanat. Kamash Malan, that even though right now the remarriage is not a mitzvah, she's your wife, Lacholdover. She's completely your wife. She's considered your wife. She's not considered your brother's wife. It's not a Why? <laughs> Maybe she should be usher to you. Say it's usher. Maybe not let her remarry her. He took her as a wife, which means Fine. Except she's your completely your wife, except that when it comes time to pay her ksuva, the money comes from the first husband's estate. My time, oh why? Because this woman is obligated on you from Shemayim, and you never asked for this. Okay? You never asked for this. 
Now, what does it mean never ask for this? Usually when a man marries a woman, you've got to make marriage look presentable. We have to protect the women. So it was, it was kind of like it, it needs both their das. It needs both their agreement, so to speak, for this marriage. But by a case of Yibam, it could be done by Karcha, done against the will. So I would say maybe there's no Ksuba. Maybe there's no, maybe, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe there's no Chiyam Ksuba. So, says the Gemara, fine. And since and the, the Taka isn't, so he's not obligated to give her Ksuba, but the Ksuba comes from the original marriage. Says the Gemara, let's say she didn't have, there's no money to pay her up from the Ksuba, right? You could sue somebody for $8 million. If they don't have $8 million, you ain't getting $8 million, Okay. Says the what if her, the original husband's property doesn't have any money? So then the Chum says she, the second guy should give it to her. We don't want it to make it easy to divorce her. Okay? Meaning, people can't play games. You can't be like, oh, I love you today. 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 And three months, bye. If we institute a Ksuba, it makes it harder or makes people think a hundred times instead of one time about uh, the possibility of divorcing one's wife and holding on to their relationship. Relationships are meant, and they're actually only real relationships if you've been through things together. I had a fa- just, uh, if somebody asked me a beautiful sh- uh, shidduch question. Somebody called me up about a shidduch, somebody local. They wanted to know about the family. I spoke very highly of the family. And listen to what they asked me. It's, it, this person is a thinking person. They obviously have experience in life. They, they asked me the following question. What have you been through with them that you speak so highly of them? You hear this? What, wh- where has the going gotten so tough that you're so committed to know that this is t- they're talking good people? Because until that really happens, you don't, do you really have a relationship? Do you really know somebody well? So if people, as soon as it gets tough, be like, okay, no, so we're going to separate now. Let's divorce. Maybe we'll like each other again in six months. That's not a relationship. That's not knowing somebody. That's not growing together with somebody, becoming, uh, becoming one with somebody. And interestingly, you should know in all of creation, the Torah tells us, Zachar unekeva bara isam. Because this Baruch who made a male and a female. You know what creation Hashem did not make a male and a female? Humans were the only ones. It doesn't, because Baruch did not make Zohar and Akeva. Because Baruch who made Adam, and then he made Chava from Adam. How do you understand it? Okay, which Medrash, whether it's from Marib, whether it's, they were connected at the back. Everybody agrees, we started out as one. So the, the a male-female relationship is returning to an Achtos that pre-existed. We, we, we're not two different creations. We're not. We might come from Mars and Venus, but we're not two different creations. Imamish came as one, and that's, that's the goal of this. Says the Gemara, you know why the Chum instituted that she needs to be paid up with a ksuva? So that it shouldn't be light in his eyes, la to divorce her. Okay, Gavaldik. Says the next Mishnah. Gavaldik. Zokta Mishnah. Continue on, Hilchas Very straightforward. Ready? Simple dimple. The oldest brother is the one to do Yibam Leirats. If he doesn't want to do it, so we tell all the other brothers in age order. Let's get going. Let's say none of them want to do Yibam. We go back to the oldest brother, and we say to the oldest brother, the mitzvah is on you. Yeah? He's going to say, what do you mean on me? I'd go to my brothers. They said, we did. 
So now you're the one who has to do chalitza. It's either you could choose again to yivim, but the maiza, you're going to have to you're going to have to take care of the matter. The buck stops by you. Let's say an older brother says, I don't want to do Yibam. Okay? And the next brother says, I don't want to do Yibam. And then the next brother is younger than Bar Mitzvah. Right? He's four years old. Right, Isaac? He's four years old. So the younger brother is four years old. So he says, listen, I want to wait till my younger brother becomes old enough to possibly do Yibam. So Pligi but, um or we want to wait for somebody to come back from a business trip. All right. In other words, he says, listen, I got an even older brother who's away on business. He'll be back in four months. Okay. Or to a cheresh or a shaita. Okay. Now, obviously, this has to be a case where it's not permanent because otherwise they can't get married at all. They can't make a kinyan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so somebody's very ill, but uh, there's the possibility of healing. So we say, you know, basically in each of these cases, we're just asking for time. So this woman, Nebuch, is going to have to wait. Ain Shaiman Loy, we do not listen to him. No, we're not waiting four months for to come back from a business trip. We're not waiting for your four-year-old brother to become a, even a 12-year-old. Doesn't matter. We're not waiting for your brother to be healed. You know we say to him, Allah mitzvah. Important message in life. Many people go through things, not life per se, sometimes, but we, to speak for myself, we go through things and we have every valid excuse why we don't do it. And you know why we don't do it? Because in four months, our older brother's coming back from Medina Sayyam. Then is going to be a good opportunity to do the mitzvah. That's what we're waiting for. As Rabbi friend said at the Siyam Ashaz, perfection is the enemy of good. So many good things are not done because we're waiting for it to be done perfectly. People just want it. They want to wait. They want to wait. They want to wait. They want to wait. Says the, mishvah, says the Mishnah, Nisht Azoi. It's not the way it works. Okay? You got to get it done. We're not waiting. Got to get it done now. Let's say either you could have a cut on dubia or chalitza on through a gadol. Pligi bar bechem reb shuvah levi chadamar bias cut nadifa v'chadamar chalitzas gadol adifa. Fascinating case. Okay, listen to this. You have a twelve-year-old boy, and he says, "I'll do the ibum on my sister-in-law." I have no problem doing it. What do we prefer? Do we prefer the, the 12-year-old boy do the evil? Or do we prefer a gadol do the chalitza? So machoikas. Madam or B'yaz Kodan, the one who says B'yaz Kodan is better the ha-mitzvah b'yivum because the ma'isa yivum is a bigger mitzvah than chalitza. Madam or chalitza gadol adifa, but madam gadol B'yaz Kodan lav klami. He says, no, when there's an older brother, it's not even going to work. Okay? In other words, you know why? Because you're not bar mitzvah, you don't even have a mitzvah. So whoever has the mitzvah to be involved, the yibam chalitza, they should be the one to go do this. Tanam learned to the mishnah leiratza. If the older brother doesn't want to do machzir and akolachim, we ask each of the brothers if they want to do yibam. My love leiratza the avmel lachlis. Doesn't it mean that not only did the brothers not want to do yibam, but also they didn't want to do chalitza? Vikatani and still we learn mahachal and eitzel achim. We still said you go to the you go to the other brothers. Shmami no, you learn from here. Bias kat nadifo. He says you go to the other bro- other brothers. It seems that the bia vakatan is better than the chalitza vagadol. Says Gavar, now it's incorrect. Like Rasul Achlitz for the Yibum, it means nobody wants to either Yibum or chalitza. Meaning the older brother says I'm not doing Yibum. We go to the next brother. We say you're going to do Yibum or chalitza, 
And he says, no, go to my next brother. Go to the next brother. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Fine. Bottom line is, we don't see, per se, necessarily, that we prefer the gadol to do chalitza over cut and doing gibum. Similarly, we find by the brothers, they don't want to do Why are you going back to all the brothers? Are you going back to the gadol? Because you want him to, uh, you want to force him? To do Yimra Chalitza, Lichvay Lidda too. Why don't we force the younger brother? Says Yimar, Kivan Demitzah, Lady Day Rami, Lady Day Kaifina, major lumdus over here. And that is since it started with the older brother, whoever it starts by is the one Achroi responsible to get the job done. That's the bottom line. Okay? And therefore, we're going to say to him, back to you, you do it. Tonight we learned in a Mishnah, we wait for the cut until he gets older. The older brother wanted us to wait. We say, no. VBS cut Nadifa, but if BS cut is better, Amai Shamilai, why don't we listen to him? Taka, let them wait to do Yibum, says the Gemara. Ultamech. But one second, according to your reasoning, if he says, please wait for an older brother to come back from overseas, also in Shamilai, we don't listen to him. Amai, why don't we listen to him? Nintar Doma Asiba Khalit. If you're gonna say that maybe we're gonna wait and it's gonna come back and do and and do Khalitza. Either way, it's a mitzvah. Ella rather. And you know what the whole svar over here is? If you have a mitzvah to do, you do not wait. Mamish appropriate for Erev Pesach. What does the Pasuk tell us? Mitzvah, when a mitzvah comes to your hand, don't let it become chametz. Don't wait 18 minutes. Get it done now. Mamish Gvaldik. Erev Pesach is letting us know the message that we're taking with us into the, uh, into the Helege Yomtev. Okay, says the Gemara, top of Amad Beis. Ista Amri. There are those who explain. When it comes to Bia, everybody agrees Bia's cut Nadiva. Better for the cotton to do Bia than a Gadol to do Chalitza. Keep the Chalitza cotton. The Machalik is going to be about whether the cotton should do Chalitza. And this is the case. Chalitza's cotton, Chalitza's God. If you have a choice between the Gadol doing Chalitza or a cotton doing Chalitza, Pligi Barbechen Rabbi Shum, Leib Machalik Zin Rabbechen Rabbi Shum, Leib Chadomar Chalitza God, Ladifa, Vachadomar Kia Dadinino. One says the Chalitza, the older brother's better. Vachadomar, no, it's the same thing. For the one who says better for the older brother, it's better to do chalitza the hamitzah begadol because it started with the gadol, so he should be the one to take care of the evil mer chalitza, huh? It's oh, okay. another opinion holds. When do we say it's on the gadol? That's only lenyan ibum. As far as ibum is concerned, When it comes to chalitza, gadol didn't know. Now, if you're not going to do ibum anyway, and somebody's going to do chalitza, so there's no nafkamina whether to do it for the gadol or the cotton. Says the gemara. Um, sorry, okay, period. Says the Gemara, Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah. If none of them were willing to take care of this Yavama, we'll go back to the oldest brother and say, you got to get it done. My love, what does it mean they weren't willing to get it done? Doesn't it mean they weren't, we're assuming it means they weren't willing to do Yibam, but maybe they would have been willing to do Chalitza. And still, we still say, we go back to the Gadol for Chalitza. You see, the Chalitza of the Gadol is better. In other words, here's like this, fascinating. Ready? Let's think for a minute. You go to the, there's five brothers. You, there's five brothers. The older brother says, I'm not doing Yibam. Go to my next brother. So they go to the next brother. You know what the next brother does? Chalitza. He's about to do Chalitza. Should we say to him, no, 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 don't do this. Let's try to get Yibam for brother number three. Before you do chalitza, let's try to do Yibam from brother number three. Do we say that? Interesting, right? It seems from here that we're actually going to. We're actually going to. 
We're going to say to the guy, oh, you don't want to do Yibam? Okay, let's ask the next brother. Don't do Chalitz. You want to... And then if they all say we don't want to do Yibam, we know who, who we're going to go back to? The oldest brother. And say, you're the one who should be doing Chalitz. So you see from here, says Gemara, Ushma mina, Chalitz got Ladivi. You see the Chalitz of the Gadol is better than the Chalitz of the younger brother. Says Gemara, not true. It means none of them were willing to do Yibam or Chalitz. But maybe, you know, maybe when it comes to Chalitz, it could be done with anybody. Taka. Says the Gemara, um, the Kabbalah say, "Gabe Gadol, somebody be found by a Gadol. Like Ratzel, like Lachas, or the Abe, Mela Amaychos. It's a Gadol. Why going back to the Gadol? Let me fight to force him. Let me fight to do. Why don't we force the younger brothers? Kivat the Mitzvah Lei. Did they ram the Did they Kafinon? Beautiful. Since it started with him, we go back to him. Says the Gemara Toshma. Come and listen to proof from our Brisa again. What are we trying to find over here? What's better, the Chalitza of a Kot, the 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 of a Kotan, or the Chalitza of a Gadol?" Tashma, come listen to Allah. If he wants to wait for his older brother to come back from business overseas, we don't listen to him. If Chalitz of Gadol is better, why don't we listen? Let's wait for the older brother. Says according to you, we said if he's a cut until he gets older, you don't listen to him. Why not? Why don't we wait till he goes back? That'll be better. Maybe he's the same brother will come back and do Yibum. Ella rather, rather, it must be that the whole idea of our Mishnah is letting us know that we're not going to wait to do mitzvahs. Fine. Tan we learned in the Mishnah elsewhere. Mitzvahs, Yibum, Kaidam is the Mitzvah It's preferable to do the Mitzvah of Yibum over the Mitzvah of Chalitza. Remember, Chalitza is separating us, but it's still a Mitzvah to do it. So if, if I have a choice in Yibum or Chalitza, we're going to do Chalitza. But originally they thought, Shayim is the same Mitzvah. Originally they thought that they were able to perform these the same Mitzvah. Achshav, but nowadays, shame is gavna, shame mitzvah. How many people are able to marry a woman completely the shame the mitzvah of continuing the brother's name? No. So Amru the Rabban said, mitzvah Nowadays, you know what we do? Only chalitza. Preferable to do chalitza than to the mitzvah of yim. Amar Rav, Rav says, however, ain kaifin. We don't force chalitza, but we just say that we prefer the chalitza. Ki also. Lekamei de Rav, when they came in front of Rav, Omar Luhu, Rav would say to them, Ki also lekamei de Rav, Omar Luhu, when, they, when uh, a Yavman Yavam would come in front of Rav, he would say to them, Ibai Chalutz, if you want, you can do Chalitza, Ibai Yimor, you can do Yim, Bidudach Talam Rachmana, the Torah leaves it up to you. If you don't want to, if you do want to, Ibai Chalutz, Ibai Yam, you can do what you want. We don't force the chalitza. Midaskin Rav Yehuda begita the chalitza from the fact that Rav Yehuda established a, a document for chalitza. He would write ich plainness bas plainness. You, um, how is it that you, lady, the daughter of whoever your father's name is, ikravasiyas plaini yavama kadmana lebedina? You bring your yavam in front of us to bezdin v'shtamadanu da achuya lemisna meabaninu, and we recognize him that he is your previous husband's. Brother, and we say to the husband, it's obviously Avim Yibim. If you want to do Yibim, do Yibim. The Eli, and if you don't want to do Yibim, Itla Laraglachach the Amina, you then um, stick out your right foot, Vitla Ragla the Amina, and um, he sticks out his right foot to her, Vishara Sinai Meal Raglai, and she takes the shoe off his foot, Via Raksba and Pai, and she spits in front of his face, Ruka a spit. The mischazia, which is able to be seen, lebeidina al ara by the bezdin on the ground. I Meaning she has to spit enough that bezdin is able to see the spit on the ground. Rabbi Bar Avia, Messiah by Mishmeid Rabbi Yehuda. Bar Avia would end off the document in front in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. He would say Vakrinu Maidechsev Besefer Iraisa the Maisha, and they would also write in the document that we caused them to say over the psukim 
written in the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu. Says, so, fine. Says the Gemara. Ishtamay dinhu. This that we say, we know him. Okay, we know him. We know he's, he's your, your uh, husband's brother. We talk and need witnesses to say that they were brothers. No, it doesn't need a re- you don't re- need real testimony. It could even be a relative. It could even be a woman. That we just have to know it. It doesn't need real evidence. You don't need two atheists saying, oh, I know they're brothers. If it's just known, the woman says, listen, my brother-in-law, <laughs> one aide comes, says, listen, there's a, that itself suffices. Okay, fine. So that gets us a little bit into the process of Yibam. So we said originally they would have Kabbalah L'Shem Mitzvah. So we said we prefer Yibam over Chalitza of Achshav. But nowadays, Shem Mitzvah L'Shem Mitzvah. People don't perform the Mitzvah for the purpose. They don't perform Yibam for the purpose of the Mitzvah. Amr the Chum said, Mitzvah Chalitza Kadamas Mitzvah Yibam. We prefer Chalitza. Amr Rabbi Bar Yitzchak. Amr Rabbi Chum Rabbi Amr Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Chum says the name of Rabbi Yitzchak. Later on, we actually said we prefer Yibum over Chalitza. Really? In other words, we improved. Yeah, it is. You know, there was a time where we said no more. Yeah, we prefer Chalitza. Now he says, no, we went back. We're going back to Yibum. says, Dari. Did our generations get any better? Yeah. <laughs> no, here's what happened. Originally, they agreed with Abishol that the halacha was, slow down, that they originally agreed with Abishol that the halacha is you need to have proper lishma in order to perform your mitzvah properly. But in the end, they recognized the halacha is like the Rabbanon, the Tanya learned to the Now, the Rabbanon hold, doesn't matter what your lishma is, doesn't matter. You have a mitzvah to do, go do it. The time went to Brisa, Abishol Weimer, a person who marries his Yivama because he thinks she's beautiful. Ulushum Ishus. Or because he's just in the mood to be married. He wants to wear a talis, he wants to wear a kittle at the Seder, whatever he wants to do, all right? He's got ulterior motives. Ulushum Davaracher. All right? Anything else. She's still forbidden to you as your brother's wife. It is amazing. If they have a kid, I think the kid's even close to being a mamzer. Intense. If you got a mitzvah, you got a mitzvah. And that's the psak. And that's the psak that um, that we're ultimately going back to. The Torah says, He has a mitzvah, his yavama, mitzvah, Shabbat Chila, originally. Originally, she was allowed to marry this husband. Now listen closely, what does that mean? So, Ruve marries Rachel. Before Ruve married Rachel, was she permitted to Ruven's brother Shimon? Yeah. Before she married her husband, she was totally permitted to Shimon. Okay? So that's what we mean. Originally, she was in a category of being permitted. Nesra, then she became forbidden to Shimon when she married Ruvain, and now Ruvain dies childless, so now she's mutter again. Yochol, I might think, we go back to the original Hector as if she was never married to anybody in the first place. Talmud Leimar, no, Yavama Yavayaleha mitzvah. Okay? That Yavama Yavayaleha means she's only falling to him here, saying it's a mitzvah mantana. Now, what, what is this all, uh, how, how do we explain all this? Amar Yisrael Baravdimi. 
Rav Yitzchak Barabdimi says, Abishol, he's following the opinion of Abishol. And again, what, what was Abishol's statement? If you're going to do Yibum, it's got to be L'Shem Mitzvah. How do we see that? Bochi Kamar. Yavama Yavayaleho Mitzvah. The Yavam should have relations with the Yavama Yitzvah Mitzvah. Shepetchila originally, Haisala Bechlal Heter. She was permitted him before she even married his brother. Ratzel L'Shem Nai Kainza. And therefore, before Rachel ever married Reuven, if Shimon would have walked over to her and said, you know, I think you're beautiful, I want to marry you. Is that a problem? No. There's no problem, right? A man and a woman, they can marry each other for whatever reason they have in mind. Doesn't matter. He, wants, he just wants to be married. Nasra, but now she married Ruvain and she became forbidden to Shimon. And then Ruvain died, so now she's permitted again. And I might think that now Shimon can marry her for any reason he, he wants. Talmud Leimar, no, Yavama Yavay Aleha Lamitzvah. You could only marry her Lishem Mitzvah. That is the opinion of Abashol. Ravama Rava says, Afilu Temer Rabbanon. You could even say that that Brisa of Mitzvah is following the opinion of the Rabbanon Vacham. This is the Brisa means Yavama Yavay Aleha. Her Yavama has relations with her Mitzvah. Shabbat Chila originally Yaisa Bechal Hatter. Before she was married to Ruvain, she was completely married, she was completely permitted to Shimon. Ratzav Shimon wants, Kainza, he can marry her, Ratzav, he doesn't need to marry her, that doesn't matter, okay, completely doesn't matter, Nasra v'chazer v'hutra, she became Aser, Mutter again, Yochel Tachza Teira Rishon, I might think, you go back to that Teira Rishon, you go back completely to doing whatever you want, in order, any of the two of them want to be married, Ratzav Kainza, Ratzav Ina Kainza, if he wants to marry her, if he could, he doesn't want to marry he doesn't have to, says Gemara, what do you mean, by Yibam, it's not a choice, Ratza in a kainza. You can tell me if he wants, he doesn't need to marry her. Hagidabe. What do you mean? There's a zika. They're connected. Bikadite book. Yeah? You're going to tell me there's nothing going on here? Alaima, you know what the Brisa means? Ratza kainza, ratza chaylitzla. If he wants, meaning we're agreeing that there's a relationship, there's a connection, but you're not obligated to yibam. You can also fulfill the mitzvah by doing chalitza. Which means mitzvah. We prefer yibam over chalitza. That's the opinion of the Rabban. Again, the Rabban argued Nabashal and they said, listen. You don't, it doesn't need to be lishma. As long as you have in mind to do, I'm sorry, yeah, as long as you perform the action of the mitzvah, you had bio with her, and you do what Tyra says you need to do, it could be lishem no. You could do it because you think she's beautiful. You don't need lishem mitzvah, and that's why the brisa can even fit with the opinion of the chachamim. Okay, Gavaldik, um, Bezem, tomorrow we're going to pick up with Amarasia. Which is a question we're going to get into Matzais Te'achel B'Makam Kadesh. We're going to get into on the first day of Pesach. We're going to talk about Matzais Te'achel B'Makam Kadesh, the mitzvah of uh, eating matzah. And we're going to get into things which are L'Chatchila, B'Diyavad, um, a mitzvah, uh, an incredible, incredible uh, gift, as tomorrow's daf is going to have a tremendous focus on the mitzvah of Achilas Matzah. You hit us? It's tomorrow. Tomorrow, Mamish. First day of Pesach. We're, that, that's what uh, Daf Mem in Yevomis is going to discuss. It is beyond, beyond incredible. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yantu, everybody.